0: Welcome to this episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This episode is brought to you by the kind sponsorship from OwnerRes. Providing a powerful and flexible system for managing vacation rental properties, OwnerRes provides booking and maintenance management, payment scheduling and collection, as well as insightful reporting. OwnerRes will provide you with a long term booking foundation that is scalable for your vacation rental business while fully managing your channel listings, but still focusing on your brand, your website, and your way of doing things. Listen in to the mid-episode break where you will hear more about this internationally recognized leader in vacation rental software. For more information about Res, click the link in the description of this episode on your smart device. Let's get started. Here is your host, Heather Bayer. If you're listening on
1: Publication Date, today is Book Direct Day, and I'm talking to Jill Highsmith, the digital marketing specialist at Intercoastal Net Design. And we're talking about all things book direct, not just for today, but for throughout the year. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information, and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new, and what will help make your business a success. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host Heather Bayer and as ever I am super delighted to be back with you once again on today Wednesday the 1st of February if you're listening on the publication date and it is Book Direct Day. Book Direct Day has been going on for the last five years and it's been growing in momentum. And those owners and operators who are committed to a Book Direct strategy are beginning to see some real traction in it now. So I got a notification from ICND, Intercoastal Net Design, last week, reminding me that it was Book Direct Day. And that triggered me into connecting with them and asking to speak to one of their experts about how we can make the Book Direct momentum carry on not just for today, but throughout the year. So I'm super excited to have with me today Jill Highsmith, who is a digital marketing specialist with ICND. She works on multiple national accounts within the vacation rental market, and she's been in the vacation rental world for quite some time. So without further ado, let's hear a little bit more about Jill and about Book Direct Day. Mm-hmm. So, happy Book Direct Day, and I'm so glad to have with me on this day, of course, if you're joining me on February the 1st, I'm happy to have with me (laughs) Jill Highsmith-McGee from ICND, Intercoastal Net Design, who's going to talk to us about all things Book Direct, not just for today, or for the day you're listening, but for throughout the year and... Way on into the future, because this is a movement that is growing in momentum and people are getting on this bandwagon and finally believing that this can actually work. Welcome, Jill. Thank you so much for joining me today.
2: Thank you so much, Heather, for having me. I've listened to a few of your past Book Direct Day. Podcasts and they are all so influential and have such good information. So I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited to be on it. <laughs> well, I I was excited
1: way back. You know, I think it's five years ago. And Amy Highnote from VRM Intel launched this whole concept of having a day where owners and managers could concentrate on educating their guests on the opportunities to book direct and the fact that there were other options open to them. So we're going to get into this a bit more, but I'd like to kick off, Jill, by just asking you what your background is in the business, because I know you you do have some background beyond working for vacation rental management companies.
2: And what got you to this current role? Yeah, of course. I've been in the vacation rental marketing industry, I think, since I was a little, little laugh. <laughs> uh, my parents, they worked in property management. And I kind of grew up in the fields of property management, just fully, you know, immersed in the language and, you know, the challenges that people face in, you know, as a property manager, they owned a small independently owned company in Central Florida. And, then, you know, I, you know, would help with check-ins on the weekends and things like that. Then I went away to college and I studied, I decided my path was more with marketing. And so I studied marketing and public relations at the University of West Florida. From there, I decided to move to the Outer Banks. And I ended up working at a vacation rental company here on the Outer Banks, which is where I currently live, and really just learned all the ins and the outs as a marketing coordinator. And from there, I found my role at ICD. And it really just kind of took off from there. So, you know, my past experience, my knowledge of, you know, the really unique landscape in the marketing industry, especially for the vacation rental industry, led me to my current role as a digital marketing specialist at Intercoastal Net Designs. And here I manage multiple client accounts across the nation. Really specializing in SEO, pay per click, email marketing, social media, content creation, all the good things for uh, vacation rental companies. And ICD's primary focus is developing cutting edge websites for vacation rental companies to help drive direct booking. So when we saw Book Direct Day, we realized we couldn't let it go by without really, you know, throwing our hat in the ring and kind of giving the information that we wanted to for our clients to really drive those direct bookings because that's such an important thing in the vacation rental industry.
1: It sounds like you have a really fun job and a really fun job with a really (laughs) great company because ICND is, is way out in the forefront of building fabulous websites. And I know so many of my networking colleagues who have got ICND built websites and they are just brilliant and of course as you say that you know these are the websites that people need to get into the book direct flow if you like let's talk about to start with book direct day is this the fifth year i think we start and amy started in 2018
2: yes i think that was uh the original you know she spearheaded the movement in 2018 i believe i think it was like first talked about in 2017 but there was nothing you know concrete until 2018, which I can't
1: believe was five years ago. Wow. That flies by. And I know, and it it really was, the concept was just let's educate guests that they do have these other options. And Mm -hmm. each year there's been an event on Book Direct Day, you know, people have been posting out to their audience, to their mailing lists, these benefits of booking direct and it just seems to be picking up and and gaining momentum i mean i'm sure you've done research into this because icnd have taken such a great part in book direct over the past 5 years what do you think has been the biggest impact of book direct day since its inception
2: oh that's a tough one that's that's a, there's been a lot if i think back so like you said we've done you know a lot of research with icnd managing you know our client accounts and talking about different ways to help push direct bookings for them the one thing that i've really noticed as one of the bigger impacts is the vacation rental industry as a whole local competitors all kind of coming together with one common goal which is to promote direct bookings and explain really consumer education, explain to that travel audience what the difference is in booking directly through a vacation rental manager as opposed to an online travel agency. And as a consumer, it can get kind of overwhelming because you see the same property listed everywhere online. And you don't really know which you know properties to book and things like that. But I think one of the biggest impacts that we've seen is just the unity in the education and that it's actually, it's working, you know, within the last five years or so, the consumer education really is taking effect, which is pretty exciting and significant.
1: Well, I I know this from my past career as the CEO of of a property management company. And we started probably like your parents must have done with just direct booking, because that's all there was Mm -hmm. way back. So you know, you, that's all you did. It was before... You wrote them
2: down. There wasn't uh, <laughs> property management systems. It was, that's right. You know, you had a ruler and a piece of paper and yep. did it that way. It was definitely a difference than what it is today, which is a huge industry.
1: Yeah. So, you know, it was before Home Away and and definitely before Airbnb. But we went through mm-hmm. that sort of um, roller coaster. You know, we, we were d- direct book and then along came Home Away and Airbnb. And this is so exciting. We can actually use all these tools and get mm-hmm. the message out wider. And I remember, you know, being able to use Home Away and still having that connection with the guests. You know, that we, we could draw them back to our own website. And then of course that was taken away.
2: That I think was one of the biggest issues, you know, and that's why Book Direct Day I, I think truly came about is in 2010s. In the 2010s, you know, 2015 timeframe that was when OTAs kind of made their big splash. They've, they've always been around, but they really made a big splash. I think Airbnb started in 2007 or eight, And if you do a quick Google Trend search, you know, just go to Google Trends and look at Airbnb versus vacation rental um, and Verbo. You can really see the significant jump that Airbnb has started trending as a search term in Google. And I think that has changed the way consumers search and book completely, just really shifting the landscape. And what you once were able to do, you know, getting those leads to come back directly to you because you could have their email address and communicate with them, now that they've kind of taken over that landscape it does make it very difficult
1: mm-hmm. it's interesting I'm planning a trip to I'm going to England I'm going to Germany I'm going to Barcelona for the short oh, sp- for short stays <laughs> week in May so I'm into that booking process at the moment hmm And, and wanting to book everything direct. And it's still, you know, in that search process, it's still a struggle to find something where I can book direct. And I I always start with Airbnb and look for some breadcrumbs in a listing. Yes. That's bread gonna, crumb, I think that's
2: a great way
1: yeah. to put it. And you know, that, that is that is certainly if, if somebody's out there thinking about doing book direct, then that's your first thing is to drop the breadcrumbs in your listing and you can do it in such a way that it's not blatant. <laughs> it's
2: not mm-hmm. it's not good. And to, you know, they they flag those now when it is blatant, they're like remove your, you know, if you have a image of your property management company's logo. Yeah. They do flag lows. One thing that we've noticed, and this is, you know, the significant difference in the last few years, is about 65% we've noticed on our website 65% more people landing on property description pages as opposed to finding, you know, the website and that being just a URL referral path, we've noticed 65% more people landing on property description pages, which shows us that people are searching using the property names. And I think that that's a great breadcrumb, like you said, to leave on your OTA listing is create a unique name for your property, and then you'll show up first in that search result. And I think that that's a great way to kind of get those leads. You know, They might find you on an OTA site, but if you have a unique you know, property name like Mermaid Tales on the Outer Banks or something like that. They're going to search it, and then they're going to find the organic listing, which is going to be the direct booking.
1: Yeah, ex- exactly. And uh, you know, th- th- somebody else came up with some suggestions recently, and one of them was you know just a an image using images to drive that traffic as well. So an image of a guest book on a on a table with the property name on it.
2: Yes, absolutely. I think that that's a great idea. Um, One thing, you know, there's a lot of digital marketing. We like to focus on the digital marketing aspects, obviously, digital marketing agency, but you can also take it offline and, you know, put refrigerator magnets, table tents, anything inside the rental units, a guest book that's, you know, branded with your information that has past guest reviews and work diligently to build that brand and build that community online and offline. And I think that is a huge way to kind of convert those OTA leads and those first, you know, that's their first, they're going to come through you. They're going to find you through an OTA, but convert them to a direct booking in the future and a repeat guest.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm going to come back in a second and talk about quality content because mm. that that's dear to my heart is... Because that's, that's something we did on our own website was includes a lot of quality content, which attracted so much traffic. But first of all, I, I just want to sort of stress to those listening that we may be talking today on Book Direct Day, but it's not just one day. It's the entire year So how Mm -hmm. can owners and managers continue to educate the guests into the idea of booking direct, you know, as a a continuous process rather than just flagging up? This is one day of the year when we're going to send this message out. It should it should be going on year round.
2: Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I think the first book direct day, it had a ton of buzz and it was really exciting. And it was, you know, just that first day. The hashtag and the email campaigns that go out on that day, I think are are wonderful and get, you know, the vacation rental manager and the guest audience, it gets everybody kind of excited, but it is a full year, full lifestyle process. And, you know, one thing that you can do and it kind of ties back into developing that rich content for the website is develop a landing page and keep that year round showcasing what are the benefits of booking directly through a property manager, as opposed to an OTA, the price differences, the local boots on the ground, you have someone to call 24 seven maintenance, things like that. I think um, developing a landing page that exists on your website all year long talking about the perks and benefits of booking directly is a great way to kind of keep the book direct day message alive throughout the year.
1: So you're talking about benefits. What's a list of benefits that uh, owners and managers can share with their audience?
2: Absolutely yes. Yeah. So first of all, best price guarantee—you definitely want to have that somewhere listed on your website, and especially, you know, it should be the best price guarantee. Most OTAs are going to have about a ten percent or some type of increase with additional booking fees and travelers' fees and things like that. So advertising that you're the best price is a great way to show the the difference. Another example would be a better experience when you book directly, you're, you know, working directly with the property manager, cutting out that middleman completely. local staff, so you're working directly with a local staff that knows the area, that can, you know, give you advice on different things to do in the area. You have goodness, there's such a long list. (laughs) Um, Let me see what I have written down here. So one of the things that we wrote in the blog that we just posted is the flexibility with check-in and check-out when you book directly. A lot of OTAs have some pretty strict rules and you have to remember, they don't always work directly with the owner. You know, a lot of them work directly through a property management company, or they might work with the owner, but they have pretty strict regulations and a check-in and check-out time is going to be standard. So when you, you know, book directly through a property manager you have more flexibility with that uh, check-in time, maybe you can add an extra day. Another addition is the biggest one I think is trust and loyalty within a company. And I feel like OTAs do a great job, especially Airbnb, working with the guest and developing that trust and loyalty. But you got to remember, like we mentioned in the beginning um, of our conversation, property managers have been doing this forever. They're the ones you know, that are there. They are managing the property. They know everything about the property. There's a funny clip that's on TikTok and it's in the blog post that we wrote and it shows a fan that's kind of just completely battered and bruised and not, you know, functioning at all. And that's a great example of why booking directly through a property management company is such a better benefit to the guest and to the homeowner, but to the guest, because if something like that happens, if the air conditioning goes out, if the heat goes out, you can call your property management company. You don't, I don't know what number you call for Airbnb or for Verbo, but they're not going to be as quick to act on it. They don't have a local maintenance vendor, you know, right there that's ready to come out and fix it or connect with a community vendor that can come out there and help you or even switch you to another property that's in their Mm -hmm. rental program, which is another huge benefit. If something does go wrong, you can, you know, look at other options.
1: Yeah, I've always found it interesting how Airbnb in particular push forward this idea that they are the property manager and they do it in such a way that they're not, they're not out and out saying we manage these properties, but they give that mm-hmm. impression, particularly to those people who are, who are fairly new to Airbnb, that these are all their properties that they manage and they look after everything and really cutting out the owners and the property managers altogether.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think it can be very confusing to a guest, a, you know, traveler because you don't know you, why would you know? You're not in the industry. You shouldn't you shouldn't have to know how it all kind of what's behind the curtain. But I think it can be very confusing and they do a great job at promoting that they are. But I think Book Direct Day, the wonderful thing about it, like we said, is all vacation rental managers come together for this one initiative just to explain it and break down the myths that you know Airbnb is the manager. They're not, they have to call. Onto to either the homeowner or the property manager. And when you're working directly with a property management company, you're working with a professional, You know, they're mm-hmm. licensed. They know exactly what to do when a crisis does happen because they've been there and they've done it and they have the longevity that makes a big difference.
1: Well, I think we've we've explored most of, of the benefits and the fact that it's really important to do this throughout the year. And I see so many websites now where you, you go onto the website and the banner on the website is book, direct and save. And mm-hmm. that is such a draw for people. I've just booked an apartment hotel in the centre of Berlin and we've been there before. And it's on booking.com and it's on mm-hmm. Airbnb. But I've seen that book, direct and save Banner. So, of course, I'm going directly to them and saved, you know, probably about 20%, I think we save with Book Direct. So, I'm a devotee of Book Direct anyway. Yeah. I'm just going to take a short pause here for a word about our sponsor, Onores. Mm-hmm.
3: Hey, I'm Jody Bourne, and I'm a vacation rental consultant and website designer who has been recommending Owner Res to my clients for seven years now, I believe. They are a great company. I love working with them when I'm designing a website or helping somebody set up this system. They are always very responsive with me. They reply back to an email really quickly And my clients love them too. I'm often getting thanked from people who have implemented Owner Res because I suggested it. And they are so thankful that I've helped ease their life with the automations and the communications and the channel manager features. So I highly recommend it to my clients. I highly recommend it to you. If you haven't checked out Owner Res, you should probably do that right away. Good luck.
1: So thank you Jody for that and let's go back over to my interview with Jill Highsmith. Okay, I want to talk about content on a website and then go on to really explore your knowledge in how you actually drive traffic to that book direct website so that people can see the content. But let's talk about content in general. See a few websites where People have gone into the idea of Book Direct. I have to have a website. I'll use Wix or Squarespace or GoDaddy or whatever they use to make a website, and they put. Or us. (laughs) (laughs) No one. This. This is before you. This is before you. (laughs) Okay. So, So they they've just used these. They've just thrown up a website, which just has their property and the rooms and. Maybe they've got a a booking, a small booking engine on there, but I I still see some that have put up a website and then says, and and then a link to their Airbnb listing, which is a complete waste, absolutely waste of their time to even do that. But the ones that really work are the ones that are using really good web design companies like ICND. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a number of others around. And there's some really good independent web designers. My friend Jodie Bourne is a particularly good web designer and she creates some fantastic work. But all these websites have content. So tell me a little bit, Jill, about the types of content that should be included in a website that will draw traffic to them.
2: That is a great question. And there is, it's the longest story ever. <laughs> we can talk about it all day and need a whole nother podcast for it. But I think um, a quick, you know, overview of the best types of content, if I had to, you know, pick a few, the important thing about rich content is the Google algorithm, it's always updating. But one thing that kind of continues to be a prominent factor in ranking is rich quality content. And I think that that is certainly something, you know, OTAs can work on. And the one thing that, you know, larger companies like OTAs do is they do have content on their websites, but they don't have local content. So when you're developing content on your website, you want to make sure that you're going after those local keywords and to rank for a keyword, you have the landing page. For example, I live on the Outer Banks. So I'll use, you know, my area as an example. If I were building a website, one of the first things that I would do is to a landing page dedicated to the term Outer Banks Vacation Rentals, and just go over what vacation rentals we have and use that word, as not as much as possible, but strategically. Another great thing is guest content. So give information to your guests, link out to local companies, become the authority in your area, and that just can really help skyrocket you organically to be on page one of Google. And I think that, you know, when we're talking about Book Direct Day, some of the smaller companies, it is hard to kind of get to that page one. But if you do create rich content, travel content, develop multiple landing pages to kind of keep that guest on your website, clicking around and really immersed in what you're putting out there, then you do have a chance to become that, you know, page one Google ranking, which is Something that the OTAs don't really have a chance to do. They, they show up, you know, they do the pay per click, but they aren't going to always be that number one organic listing for those search terms. So I think creating rich content on your website is a huge, huge win when it comes to fighting, you know, be- doing the book direct initiative.
1: I'm currently creating a course for vacation rental formula on content and and creating, you know, amazing content for a website. And in in that research for that course, I've been looking at using long-tail keywords and one of them that I was using was, you know, vacation rental packing list and it was interesting that the Certainly when I put Vacation Rental Packing List in Google, the first two results that came up were both in the Outer Banks and they were both property managers.
2: Oh, that's what I wonder if we made them. <laughs> 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 that is great. That's that's wonderful to hear. I, I think that that is, you know, a wonderful use of rich content because even if, you know, you want to catch someone while they're in the vacation planning phase and, creating content about, you know, what to pack. Sometimes they might have already booked, but you might catch them for the next time. So that just gets your brand and it helps you build the authority. And that's the main goal. You want to become the vacation rental authority for that specific area. So that, that's great. I'm so glad that the Outer Banks showed up. <laughs> well, it's the other thing that I was explaining, you know, that probably
1: the majority of people that I actually look for vacation rental packing lists are not considering the Outer Banks to go to Mm -hmm. but they're going to land on that site and Mm -hmm. then they may well explore it further and we know that a Mm -hmm. lot of people you know that they don't book their their accommodation they explore the locations different locations first before they do that accommodation booking
2: a hundred percent yes i i completely agree i think there's a funny story that i um told our uh, marketing director and we kind of used it as an inspiration for our social media. And social media is another great way to really bring in those leads and just developing that evergreen content on your social media and tagging your company, creating branded content and promoting your properties, kind of like the 80, 20, but with social, I usually do 90% 90 the area. And people are searching before they book. They're searching for who's being tagged on social media, and that's how my husband and I we found our honeymoon destination and picked the place that we stayed based completely off of social media research. We, you know, scoured uh, Instagram and Facebook and found the companies that were tagged the most mm. in posts that were relevant. So, you know, I would search whatever company that we were looking at booking through and i would go to their instagram and instead of looking at kind of what they posted i would look at who tagged them and post and see if they were relevant posts what they were sharing and i think that that's a great way to kind of engage your audience and also for you know local vacation rental managers Build an online community and encourage your guests to tag your company. Don't tag Airbnb or Vrbo or the OTAs. Tag, you know, whatever company that they're staying with. So you can always uh, put that information in the units that you're renting as well. You know, create a branded hashtag, hashtag book direct day, hashtag your company name. And I think that that's a great way to build that community and, you know, for potential leads to find you.
1: I, I love that idea, and it's something that we were, you know, we were exploring with uh, Cottage Link Rental Management when I owned that company, and we didn't really get to taking it to the level that I wanted to, but we we're just at that beginning exploration stage of really making Instagram. Work for us and use the right hashtags, and mm-hmm. and then asking guests to use those. Yes, and I, th- I think that's an sort of interesting place to go now is using photos on your website that are Instagrammable, that people look at and think, I want to get my photo with that, with maybe it's a mm-hmm. local landmark or even something within the house, you know, the hot tub with the wine glasses sitting on the edge of the hot tub and the the bubbles going. How often do you see a hot tub photographed with the lid on it?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. I, I couldn't agree more. I think, you know, creating the experience through your images on the website is a great way to really capture those leads. And another important thing that kind of helps with direct bookings is the photographs. So your property description pages, you know, you want them to be fully optimized in the digital aspect for search engines and things like that. But something that you can do internally as a vacation rental company is spend on those really high quality photos. You know, you can use your cell phone, but <laughs> it is definitely going to make a difference if you have a professional photographer go out there and take photos of the home in the right lighting you know with the curtains open so you can see that beautiful panoramic view of you know the Atlantic Ocean that's going to make a big difference in selling those vacation rental homes and booking them directly.
1: You mentioned being fully optimized for search engines as I've got you as a digital marketing specialist right here I need that (laughs) explained what does that actually mean because we hear this all the time you've got to have it fully optimized.
2: (laughs) Yes I'm sure and There's not one catch all. SEO, you know, search engine optimization, it's, it's a consistency and process and it involves, you know, developing rich content and things like that. But the bare bones of what you need to be fully optimized for a landing page is you want to make sure that you have your meta tags, which are kind of basically like an outline of what the landing page is about so you know put your top keywords your property name all of that in the meta description so that way you know the little blurb on google that shows up um, when your website shows up in google the little blurb you want to make sure that that blurb is fully optimized to create a conversion so you want someone to click on it and come to the website so fully optimized is making sure that that Meta tags, the H1 tags, and everything is kind of in there and done correctly. And then we can go into making sure the canonical links are correctly. (laughs) There's like a very long list of technical SEO items to make sure that the page speed is up, you know, a high quality page speed, that everything loads, your images have alt text, that they're not too large. Because think, you know, if somebody goes on your landing page for, your property description landing page, and it takes a really long time for those images to load. They might just pop off, and you don't want you, you don't want that. Um, so making sure everything is optimized in that respect and loads quickly. And the best way to do that for the technical, not trying to pitch it, but is to hire a you know professional uh, search engine optimization specialist. So they know what to look for because making sure something is fully optimized is. Definitely a full time job. It has a lot. You can't just kind of do it once, it's not a set it and forget it. It's a consistency of, you know, looking at the landing pages, seeing how Google al- algorithms have been updated and making those adjustments.
1: Yeah, I agree. In the 20 years that I was managing a company, we started out with our own home built website on Dreamweaver. We made it ourselves.
2: Oh, wow. That's, That's
1: amazing. That's going back to 2002. That was the first website we built. The second one, we still kept with the budget concept. You know, let's go the economy route. And, mm-hmm. and it was okay. But we then did it a third time because we weren't achieving what we wanted to achieve. And the third time we went with a really professional web design company. And I, I can't stress enough, having gone through those experiences, that web design and then digital marketing is not something to economize on. And that that's from my 20 years of experience. Mm-hmm. That's where you should put your money. Do you agree? I'm sure you do agree with
2: that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I 100% agree. I think that that's a great example, you know, starting out, you know, maybe you build a WordPress website, and it's not ranking, and it's not doing what you want it to do. And, you know, you kind of wonder why and putting financially, you know keeping that budget and putting that money into driving those direct bookings and building a website that's going to rank in Google with professionals is a really great investment. And I think, I hope I can speak for our clients when I say they agree. <laughs> they, they, they are all very happy with, you know, driving those direct bookings. And it's Back to, you know, using OTAs, it is a good idea to use OTAs strategically in your marketing plan. But the best thing is when you have a website that is optimized for direct bookings, like you know, one of ICD's websites, it is built in with your property management system. So it works and it integrates with your PMS so you don't have to update those calendars. And when you have a website that's built for direct bookings you don't have to heavily rely on OTAs. Like you said earlier, you know, building a website and then linking out to Airbnb to book. It's kind of what, that's just the waste. <laughs> you know, you're not, you're, you're not um, really use your investment and capitalize on it by having something integrate directly with your uh, software. I think that that's the best thing that you can do.
1: I'd also like to, to raise something, something else or bring something to other to, to people's attention. And I don't know whether this happens throughout the US, but I know in Canada, there are small business grants and all sorts of money that is available in certain places. If you know where to look, that <laughs> will give you a percentage of the cost of developing a new website, we did it oh way back. You know when I when I actually started in this business and I was in England, way back in the 1990s, and and I was running a company called Clearwater Holidays, and we were marketing um, short-term rentals in Ontario to the British market at that time, and we found a lo- just a small local organisation that gave us 50 percent of our web design costs. And oh, wow. then, and then back in 2020, when we redid our website again, we were sent in the direction of you know, again another very small local organisation that offered. Well, we put in a bid and we got 50 of of those costs again, and I think it's it's important to to remember that there are these things out there, but you probably really have to go looking for them Mm -hmm. going and asking in your local chamber of commerce local tourism offices these these are the people that will probably know where these grants are perhaps available you know if you're a tourism industry in in the tourism industry and there's a grant available because the local tourism office want to promote their area and by helping you build a Mm -hmm. website for it they're going to help themselves. So that's just a little bit of a segue into, you know, go out and search for funding. There could be money out there for you if you go look for it. I don't know if you've heard about, you know, anybody else who's done that.
2: I haven't, um, but I'm not really in that portion of, you know, (laughs) the business, but I think that that's a great idea. I absolutely agree is, you know, going out and looking for that funding and finding other avenues and, you know, another prong of digital marketing, but this is kind of opposite of book direct in a sense, but still kind of on terms with it um, is both prongs of the business. When you do invest, you know, in a property management company or building, sorry, when you do invest in building a website for your property management company, it's important to also invest in not just getting guest leads to book but also getting new owners so owner acquisitions is a really great portion to put your money into is you know invest in building those landing pages and you know creating that audience and bringing them in and that will help your business grow help your inventory grow and eventually you know it will just help you rank higher in google you'll have more properties to showcase more owners and more, you know, guests coming in. So that, that's a great way to also build your community and your online presence. I'm glad you mentioned that. That was um, owner
1: acquisition was my, just where, where I focused most of my time in my, in my company. And we spent a lot of time on an owner area on the website. And it, it was not just one sales page. It was a full blog which was mm-hmm. full of hints and tips and ideas for any owner, not just our registered owners, but any owner that was looking to rent out, they could come find us and they'd find our landing page with, with all this free information. And it was amazing how many owners actually then came and registered with us because they'd found this education on the website. And, you know, it, it's, you, you mentioned trust and loyalty, earlier. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you build that with potential owners just as much as you do with potential guests.
2: Absolutely. I absolutely agree. I think, you know, having blogs that are dedicated to, you know, why do a second investment property, what are the benefits and having those blogs, you know, feed back into your website and go to that sales leads page and, you know, maybe have a pop-up on there that captures that email address. And there are, definitely ways that you can continue to push owner acquisitions. And that is a huge portion of the business that is super important and vital to the other half of the business. So I I completely agree. I think, you know, creating that trust and loyalty and becoming the authority in the market for something brings, you know, those leads in.
1: Yeah, I I watched a a great TED talk the other day and it's a guy called Simon Sinek, S-I-N-E-K. I'll put a link to it on the show notes. And what was behind the TED talk was really about when you're trying to promote your company, you don't just promote what you do. Instead of that, you promote why you're doing it. It's the why of your business. And I think a lot of people forget that They're out there saying, here's this property or here's all these properties without promoting, you know, we're in this business because we want to bring you the best experiences because we are 100 percent committed to hospitality, etc. So, yeah, I'll put a link to that TED talk. It just came to mind as we were talking and I thought, yes, that really resonated with me when I watched that talk. Very, very simple model about talking about the why and not the what of your business?
2: I definitely, I think explaining the why of what brought you in. And that's another, you know, we talked about content earlier, creating a landing page that's your about us. That is a huge, huge important piece of your content that you should have is an about us landing page. Why are you in this business? What you know, what is your background? And maybe um, another landing page for community involvement. That is a great way to create rich content on your website. Talk about the area, but also explain to your guests, like you said, the why. Why? why are you here? What makes you stand out? Why is your brand better? Why is it different? And, you know, that brings us full circle all the way back to the Book Direct Day initiative is really explaining the why, why you stand out from OTAs, what makes you different and a better experience than booking, you know, with an online travel agency as opposed to directly through a professional manager.
1: And and I'm glad you brought us full circle back because i just want to sort of revisit now book direct day and for those of you who are listening on the first then you may you know if this is the first time you've come across this you may not be ready to send out something to your email list today to talk about book direct day jill what are three things that they could do over the next week to really get their book direct year off and
2: running Ooh, that is a good question. So we have a book direct toolkit, and I will send you that link that you can Mm -hmm. include if you'd like. And it has, you know, some images and logos and things like that for beach areas, mountain areas, cabins, woods, things like that. So you can definitely use one of those to kind of give yourself the book direct stamp of approval. But if you know, three things, including the toolkit. I would probably say creating a social media post using the hashtag book direct. That's a a big thing that will kind of bring you into the community, included with, you know, social media, Instagram, Facebook, also on Google My Business, creating a post. I would definitely suggest creating an email to send out to your list, to your full audience, just even if you're not ready to suggest all of the reasons to book direct, if you don't have that marketing information ready, you can use the toolkit and what we provide for you in there. But just send something out, promote some of your properties, engage with your audience and get them to engage back with you. I think that's the number two thing. And for the third thing that I would definitely suggest doing is write a blog. It's an easy way to get in front of people and use the terms, you know, book direct, use your local keywords for your area. Like I said, the Outer Banks, so Outer Banks vacation rentals, kind of push those terms. And when you do write your blog, make sure that you link to your property pages and to your rental pages. So if you have like a main rental results page, make sure in the blog that you've linked back, same with your social media, make sure in your comments, you kind of force those direct bookings and conversions with your email, make sure you're linking to the proper pages that are going to help with conversions, send out all of the material begin, you know, encourage consumer education for these things. But the main focus is booking so make sure you're linking back to the pages that can help drive those direct bookings even if it's a phone call if you don't have the ability on your website to do direct bookings through the website yet and you don't want to drive them to the OTAs tell them to give you a call and do it that way so there are there are many options but the main focus is drive the conversions and give them the opportunity to book. That is
1: great that's you know three three things that people can do today or this week to get going mm-hmm. on their book direct strategy. Jill it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you always love to talk to digital marketing people you always have such great ideas and always I always end up really sparked and motivated and ready to get off and and do stuff so I really appreciate you spending the time with me and sharing your expertise today.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Heather. And really, you know, the bottom line for book direct day that I just want to drive home to your audience is build your brand, build your brand name and use OTA strategically as part of your marketing efforts instead of feeling that you need to rely on them solely and um, take back that power of direct bookings. So I think that that's the main thing is build your brand and get out in front of your consumers and express why you are the authority of the vacation rental industry that is great to finish up with thank you so much thanks so much heather it was great chatting with you and i hope you enjoy uh, your stay in alabama and have a great time thank you thanks
1: thank you so much jill that was a great discussion And I hope that those of you listening have some suggestions to take away and to add to your book direct strategy, which should be a yearly thing, not just for the day. February the 1st is is really just the day that we, we trigger the idea of it and make sure people remember that there is so much potential in the book direct movement and the initiatives that go alongside it. So that's it for this week. We've got a lot of really great content coming up over the next few weeks. So please subscribe. Please go to whatever platform that you listen to your podcasts on and leave me a review because that helps people to decide whether this is a good podcast to come and listen to. If anybody's new to podcasts and, you know, we get new subscribers every single day, new listeners, people who suddenly come across the podcast and haven't heard of it before and they start to listen in. So your reviews make that so much easier for them to decide that it's uh, something worth their time. So thank you to everybody who has left a review, and I really appreciate it. The other thing is, if, if you've got any ideas for the podcast, if you want me to talk to somebody in particular, or if you want me to talk to you, and you have a great story to tell, then just let me know at heather at heather.vacationrentalformula.com, and we
0: can explore
1: some ideas. So I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you again next week.
0: This episode was brought to you by OwnerRes. For more information about this internationally recognised leader in vacation rental software, Click the link in the description of this episode on your smart device or head over to vacationrentalformula.com forward slash owner res to find out more. It's
1: been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you and I look forward to being with you again next week.